Strong Branch Productions presents Tales from the Radiator. Learning to Fly, or Why I Hate Gravity. Written by Brian McDonald. Performed by Oliver Smith. Bob the Duck didn't want to brag, but honestly, he knew he made other people uncomfortable when he strutted into a room. He was large for a duck, and strikingly handsome. His hunter green head never failed to grab the attention of other mallards as he passed by, and when he was wearing his head to flipper tactical stealth jumpsuit, the red, white, and blue one, with the sparkling crash helmet with the darkened visor, staggering. It was the truth. Bob knew it. He tried to politely not notice the stares, but it was difficult. And yet, when you were a genetically altered super-spy with the combined mental matrices of Bruce Lee and Evil Knievel, you tended to be good at things. Lots of things. Bob had mastered seven different martial arts, and, while he preferred meting out justice with his wings of fury, he was also adept with all sorts of hand-to-hand -hand weapons. In a pinch, Bob's skills with double katana wielding had come into play with positive outcomes. Well, they did for him. Bob chuckled as he remembered the aliens' looks of shock and pain as he cut a screaming swath through them. Which led to the problem at hand. Bob could not fly. He could drive a car. He was excellent with a motorcycle. And as the bombastic bungee duck, he had dove from more heights than any creature to walk the earth, and survived with the broken bones and broken hearts to prove it. But he couldn't fly. And as he fell through the dark blue night sky, he really wished he'd put in the time to learn that skill. Bob shook Helen for what felt like the eleventh time. Helen! Come on, wake up! Helen the cat opened one bleary eye slowly. Must you be so loud, Bob? I was having a lovely dream about swimming in Bora Bora. Oh, the fish were just delicious. Helen held up her paw to check her perfectly manicured claws before licking them. Helen! We got shot out of the sky! We're falling! Well, that would explain why I can't get my fur sorted. Helen looked up from her paw and seemed to take in the situation for the first time. She tilted her head to make eye contact with her partner. Bob, what's the sit rep? Um, we're about 5,000 feet over Iowa and falling. Your helicopter pack got knocked out when we took fire in the sky. Plummeting, Helen corrected. What? We're plummeting, not just falling. Plummeting is dropping sharply and picking up speed. It's a better way to explain our situation. Oh, that's a good word. I should write that down. Bob reached for his tactical notebook and stealth pen that he kept on his suit for just such situations. We can wait until we land. Helen tapped Bob's shoulder. I'll remind you. Okay. Bob snapped back to attention. Now what? Can you get the copter running again? Helen was many things. She was a light gray cat with dark gray stripes. She was neither the biggest nor the smallest cat. She was not the fluffiest cat. She was sleek and elegant, and in her bomber jacket and old school aviator hat, 
always looked rather fetching. She was also Helly Kitty, the genetically altered hero of the skies, with the mental matrices of Amelia Earhart and Mata Hari. She was a master of multiple forms of mechanical flight. She spoke seven languages fluently, and understood the nuances of dialect changes from different regions of the world. She was a crack shot with multiple armaments. She was a highly qualified hand-to-hand -hand combatant, even though she preferred to leave such things to Bob. Aliens tend to get caught on her claws and make a terrible mess of her outfits. Sadly, she was not a mechanic. Helen made a mental note to add that skill acquisition to her list. She was fairly certain she could fit in another online class on Tuesdays between coding and flamenco dancing. She turned to look at the technological marvel that was her helicopter pack. It was cat-sized and fit her back perfectly. And, among its many wondrous abilities, it typically was able to keep both her and Bob aloft with relative ease. Now, from what she could see, it was a smoking mess of broken plastics and wires. Helen fought off the urge to flick the red wire. Or was it the orange wire? The red-blue wire? They just shook as they fell through the sky. Plummeted. They were plummeting. They were picking up speed. And as Bob would say whenever he told her about one of his dangerous motorcycle jumps or bungee dives of doom, It's not the fall that does you in. It's the sudden stop. Helen checked the side compartment and saw that the mini-chute was relatively unshredded. It wouldn't carry them both from this height. In fact, if she opened it at this speed, it would probably tear into pieces. But it might give them some lift if she could slow them down enough. The helicopter is dead. You're going to have to get us down. The cat almost couldn't believe the words as she spoke them. How? You know I can't fly. You're going to glide us down, Helen calmly explained to Bob. Bob couldn't believe what he was hearing. He couldn't fly. He could do a lot of things. Honestly, they might not even be in this situation if not for his salsa dancing. If he had known that the seven-eyed alien would take a fancy to him from the moment he stepped one dramatic left flipper forward and would be madly in love with him by the time he had spun it, he knew he had that effect on people. Ladies, gentlemen, ducks, it didn't matter. But even this was dramatic for him. He had kept dancing even after the third tentacle had slithered around him. All eyes needed to be on him, so Helen could sneak in and out to steal the codes for the death ray. The fourth tentacle was uncomfortable. The fifth one was just plain rude. He judo-flipped the alien after the sixth one. He didn't even want to think about that one. If he'd known that his salsa dancing would lead to them getting shot at more than Helen's breaking into the super-secret base for death ray plans, Bob may have just gone with the waltz. It would have been boring. Deathly boring, actually. No. Bob would still have gone for the salsa. Better to get shot at than be boring. Bob? Hmm? Do you have your dramatic action cape? You know I always have it packed. It's microfolded and zipped up in my suit behind my neck. Bob reached his wing behind his head, but couldn't get it around his helmet. I can't get it out. Let me see if I can do it. The cat leaned in behind her friend and found the zipper at the base of his wing-tipped collar. She gave it a tug, and it didn't budge. Hmm. 
This may take a while. How long? Uh, don't know. Helen dug a claw into the zipper to clear away jammed fabric. It would be easier if you weren't wearing it. You ever see a duck take off a jumpsuit? No. What you're doing is faster, trust me. A minute later, Bob's cape was unzipped, unfolded, and unfurled. The cape was a fabulous sparkling red, like his helmet, and hung from neck to flippers when he stood. When he plummeted, it flapped manically behind him, catching every random air current. Okay, Bob, put your wings in tight by your body. Helen grabbed the cape whipping behind Bob and tied a top edge to each of his wings. Bob had no idea where she'd got the string, but he assumed it was from her utility belt. She kept so many wondrous and useful things in there. Then she tied the cape bottom edges to his flippers. Um, how is this going to help me fly? Bob was fairly certain that flying didn't involve getting tied to his cape. He'd never seen a superhero tie their cape to themselves before they jumped off a building. Glide. Glide, fly, what's the difference? Flying requires propulsion. It needs power. Ducks typically flap their wings to create that power. This duck doesn't flap his wings, Bob grumbled to his friend. He didn't like where this conversation was going. Of course not, Helen nodded kindly. That's why we're going to glide. Gliding uses gravity for power. We've got lots of gravity. I'm not fond of it right now. Indeed we do. And the cape is going to give us more lift. Which we need because... Lift pushes up. It's sort of the opposite of gravity. If you capture enough lift in our glide, you can slow our descent. And if you slow our descent, we can crash safely. Oh, I can crash. Bob could crash. He was good at a lot of things, but crashing? He was an expert at that. He could crash an Ed Cell in a clown car demolition derby. He could crash a motorcycle after jumping 16 buses at a hatchback. He'd crashed in ways that would give other people nightmares. They'd give him nightmares too if he didn't like crashing so much. Gliding was hard, though. When Bob had opened his wings up to catch the wind with the cape, he got spun. Backwards, sidewards, Upwards? And with Helen strapped to his back, he was barely able to think. But acting without thinking was a speciality of his. Probably not helpful when going for the last piece of cake at a child's birthday party when all the kids haven't gotten a piece. But here it was useful. Bob pulled his wings in closer to himself to slow his spin. When he recognized the pattern of the wind blowing at him, he leaned into it. His spinning slowed and stopped. Bob dipped his head into the wind and felt his speed increase. He got an idea. What are you doing? Helen mumbled almost anxiously. Plummeting. Their fall picked up speed. Bob felt them cutting through the air like one of his katanas. We're going sort of fast, aren't we, Bob? Yeah, we are. Bob fought back a giggle. He knew this feeling. The speed right before... You do see the ground coming up, don't you? Helen's voice actually quivered a bit. He did. Bob saw that they were actually in farmland. That meant hay. If he could just find it. Bob opened up his wings a bit to test the wind. 
he didn't get thrown backwards. Then he tilted his body ever so slightly up. Bit by bit he pulled his wings up, feeling the wind under him. And when he felt it pushing under him, when he felt the lift, Bob opened his wings slowly and widely to catch it. Bob and Helen rocketed upwards, the momentum of their fall directed by the wind. They weren't plummeting or flying. They were gliding, and Bob was going to crash them. In the end, Helen had convinced Bob to roll over onto his back so she could open the mini-chute. They had been near farmland and enough hay bales to cushion them. At least, that was what Bob had said. The hay exploded into an itchy cloud when they hit it. And, as they lay on the ground, alive but with everything aching, Helen decided that she was definitely going to take that class to be a mechanic. Bob had another thought. Hey, that was fun. Wanna do it again? This has been Tales from the Radiator. Learning to Fly, or Why I Hate Gravity. Written by Brian McDonald. Performed by Oliver Smith.